Rolling back into another very, very special episode here on Ballin' in VA. Very special episode. But before I get to the legend that we have in studio, I'll pay tribute to, I would say, the people that pay the bills. <laughs> we want us to know that we're over on Patreon now. You can support us on there. Many tiers available for support that have different benefits, and we'll have merchandise dropping soon as well, so follow the show for updates. You can also subscribe and like the video for free right here on YouTube and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Leave us a comment on this video and let us know your favorite part of this episode. Now I get to introduce this guest here. Very, very special to me. Um, it's like having family in the house. He was a legend over at Ferguson High School where both his football and basketball jerseys are retired. Even Heritage after uh, Ferguson closed down, went ahead and retired his jersey. That's dope. Then he went on over and became a standout at our alma mater, fellow Wahoo Wah over here, UVA, and led the ACC in pass efficiency at 151 on 97. Is in the record books over there on numerous different categories over there in Charlottesville. Then went on to the NFL, started with the Packers, then became a standout with the New Orleans Saints eventually leading them to their first playoff victory in franchise history. A pro bowler, numerous times, he was inducted to the New Orleans Sports Hall of Fame in 2014. And when he retired back in 2007, he did retire with the most yards and touchdowns. I am talking about, <laughs> well, before I even get into that, I got to say one more thing that is huge. He is a very big presence in the community, giving back in numerous ways including the Aaron Brooks Foundation over there and multiple real estate developments in the Tidewater area. Now I can introduce the one, the only, Aaron Brooks. Thank you so much for being here, sir. Oh, it, is, it is, oh. my God, it, we are so happy to have you here. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, over in the, in the front seat over here, we do have Larry in the house, the encyclopedia himself. He is here as well. All of us are in studio. Man, Aaron, <laughs> what's it been, like 20 years? Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> I could say, shoot, girl, probably pushing 25. Pushing 25? Yeah. 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 Easy. Uh, Easy. We, we will be coming in 94. Yep. 94. Um, I think I ran into you in Richmond maybe five, 10 years ago or so. <laughs> Just we exchanged numbers. And uh, I... I I, it's so good to see you. I mean, it, when I saw you walk in the studio, I felt like we were back, just walking right back up to the BBS. I mean, come on now. You know, I got to holler out the BBS. Right. Black bus stop. <laughs> black bus stop. That's up, the black bus stop at UVA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I want to talk to you. You know, where where did it all start for you? Um, I met you back in 94, but there was so much that happened before that. Um, tell us where it all began. I know you grew up in Newport News. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm from downtown Newport News, uh, born and raised, 16th Street. All right. All the way down. Um, and it really started, you know, really down there in the neighborhood. Right. Obviously, I had uh, older cousins. Mm -hmm. But back then, you got to realize it was it was community involvement. So we were playing outside. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you ain't get to go to no jump <laughs> unless it was the boys club. Right. Um but it started outside uh, playing softball, um, baseball down at Anderson Park. 
What? And I mentioned softball because it was my sister played softball. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And so, you know, the community come out and we'll get a softball game going on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll play uh, sandlot football or hot ball or whatever you want to call it. If it had a ball, y'all played. Yeah. Right. Tag, tackle, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, but it started when I was eight. Uh, we went out to play baseball in Anderson Park. They got me to go play baseball, and they was like, after the baseball, so he was like, yo, you want to play football? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, my brothers, they were, my brother's older. Okay. My cousins, obviously, are older, and so it was it was like I was the youngin' okay. out of the group. Okay. And uh, they convinced me to play, and <laughs> it was, uh, it, it, it became something I really enjoyed. But um, other than that, a lot of my talents also came from the Boys and Girls Club on Hampton Avenue. All right. Um, All right. And so after school, my free time or in the summer, get go there, go to the Boys Club, get some free lunch, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just you know just stay there the entire day. You yes. Know, play basketball, horseshoes, war ball, go to the pool, competitive game room. So anything. Yeah. yeah. Was y'all talking smack then too? Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. You know, I kind of grew into that. Yeah. You know? I, I, I kind of grew into that. Uh, but, yeah, it, it started in the neighborhood downtown Uber News. It was okay. just all about, for me, sports. I mean, at that time, you got to realize it was uh, in, the, in the 80s. Okay. Right? And so, you know, you had a drug epidemic going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's no shame in, in me saying this, but my brother was in the streets a little bit. And mm-hmm. he was like, yo, don't be following me, man. Mm-hmm. Go about your business. Mm-hmm. So he never allowed me. You know, I, I love him for that. I, he he never allowed me to follow him or go be a part of the things that they were doing in the streets. Mm. Right. And um, and that was huge. And so Brilliant. what 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 else was there for me to do? Um, so you know, I had a few friends around the way. Would be the three of us playing baseball. Fast pitch baseball with a tennis ball, you know. Or what position did you play? I was pitcher, shortstop. <laughs> uh, Makes sense. Played second base in high school. All right. <laughs> uh, played a little outfield, um, and so right then, I never had that opportunity to see anything outside of sports because of you know what my brother um, did not allow me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, um, you know, so sports became my thing. Okay. And that's kind of how it all all began, um, outside of the boys club, but definitely in the community, in the neighborhood, you Go- know. Got you. Now, I knew about basketball. I didn't know about baseball. Between the three, which was your favorite and what made you go to football? Um, you know, every kid loves basketball. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't. I love it to this day, to right. be honest. I really do. Um, If you ask my mom, I know you're asking me, you ask my mom, <laughs> she'll say baseball. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I did some, you know, pretty incredible things. I had a very strong arm. Okay. You know, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, and um, I could throw the ball. Um pretty good fielder as well I mean, my bat was all right you know my all bat right. was all right uh, but um you know it, it, it becomes a time in uh, high school you got to make a choice 
right? Mm-hmm. And I tried baseball for two years, my freshman year and my senior year. Um, senior year, I was blind as a bet. I needed contacts, glasses, <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I, I do remember seeing you in glasses. You yeah. do wear glasses sometimes. I was, yes. my vision failed me. Yes. <laughs> mm. um, Took me till 40, but they gone. They gone. <laughs> I know <laughs> they that's gone. right. They gone. <laughs> I know that's right. But, but, you know, basketball, we had some success. Um, you know, things had changed during the course of my life mm-hmm. that really took um, me developing my skills or one reaching out and helping develop my skills in basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I had tremendous respect on the football field um, as being a quarterback, tall, lanky. Yep. quarterback that can throw the ball. And mm-hmm. um, and so I just really uh, made the best decision there was to go what was hot at the time. Uh, although I had a few offers in basketball, right. but it was nothing compared to what football was offering. Okay. And so I said, you know what? You know, I didn't think I was going to college or know what college was mm-hmm. at the time, but I was like, yo, I'm, let's, I'm going to do football. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so you're back in high school before you chose. I'm going to ask you that in a second. But you're in high school and you decided, you know, football was the way. Now, there was so much talent at that time while you mm-hmm. were there. Um I was research. You're going. You're getting some battles against. They called him Bubba Chuck, but Allen Iverson over mm-hmm. there. That's you, were, right. you were doing that in high school. So were there some epic battles y'all were having back then? Um, <laughs> you know, like can you think of some times when, you know, I, I can't imagine seeing you two on the field at the same time. But <laughs> I mean, that had to have been happening. Yeah, yeah, we we had I had some shining moments, <laughs> you, yeah. you know, but you know, <laughs> like we we weren't that good. I mean, bless my teammates, but we 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 weren't that good in football. Okay, like okay. we barely won like three four games in the season. Yeah, that's right. And you know, it was it was crazy. We just didn't have the depth. We didn't have the the talent, um, the size. So we. Although we was out there trying the hardest to compete, we just couldn't. We just wasn't good enough as a team okay. overall. Okay. And um, and so one may ask you, oh, "How you make it?" Well, how that's what mm-hmm. the next. <laughs> well, I had a six foot, six foot three wide receiver by the name of Eric Jones. Okay. Okay. Eric Jones could fly, mm. and obviously he was tall and he had very soft hands, and. You know, Tommy Raymond put us in the offense. That was pretty conducive to our skill sets, but we had to, you know, show that we could try to run the ball. So it was one of those <laughs> waggle offenses. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so we fronted on the run and just went deep. <laughs> Every time. We went deep went straight deep. up. All right. You know, I put it out there about 60, 65 yards. <sighs> e. Jones would go get it like it was nothing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it was like, Butter, baby. Okay. <laughs> I love it. it was I like love butter, it. So. so you guys were having those battles and, you know, uh, you're having to kind of carry the whole team, you and E, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, is that – let me ask you, what, what made you go from, you know, having to be the whole team? Because, I mean, obviously y'all were. If y'all won like three out of – I don't know how many games y'all were playing back then. I don't know. Like but nine, about yeah. nine games. So three out of nine games. Yeah. Um, did that have any factor 
in you choosing UVA um, at the time? Or, you know, did that have any factor into what schools you were actually looking at? I know schools were coming after you, 6'4", long, can get out of the pocket, throw out of the pocket, can run, can do all those things, and had an arm that could go 60, 70 yards. So I know you had other folks looking at That's you. That's funny because I wasn't even running back then. You weren't? No, nah, I was slinging he was slinging it. So, so you know, the battles came in. Obviously, you talk about Iverson. Mm-hmm. They had they had a they had a really good defense, okay. right? And he was very talented as well offensively. You know, my work came in and slicing them up for three fifty. Mm. All right, you now. know, we ain't win, but <laughs> if we put up twenty nines, they team gonna score thirty plus. Mm. Okay. So no matter what we did on the, on the, on the field. You know, the other team got the best of us. And, uh, you know, props to them, you know. But um, when it came to that time as far as college recruiting, you know, they basically chose me. But I did have some um, some some things that I – a checklist or a punch list mm-hmm. that I wanted to, uh, wanted to uh, check off mm-hmm. um, when it was time to – meet the criteria of what university I was going to. Um, and that was uh, being a black quarterback, did they play black quarterbacks? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You know I was going there later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and what was the graduation rate? Because that's what my mom wanted to see. She was like, you're going to graduate. Mm-hmm. You know, the hell with everything else, you're going to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um you know, at what point were you willing to get on the field? Like some kids think they, you know, they like that and want to go and play right away. But I knew I wasn't going to play right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just didn't have enough football in me, you know, to go to say I'm going to go start and play right away. So I had a time period in red shirts, mm-hmm. sophomore year. And, um, and I think the last one was um, – the school graduation rate from the uh, football program. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know UVA fit all that all that criteria. Okay. I wanted to go to Maryland. I, we wouldn't be probably sitting here if I went to Maryland, but I wanted to go to Maryland. <laughs> but I'm glad I went to UVA because yeah. you know they played Sean Moore mm-hmm. and uh, Bobby Goodman. Mm-hmm. You know when I got there, Simeon. Simeon Willis. Yeah. Well, we I can't say I we. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of how mm-hmm. you know ended up mm-hmm. at, at UVA. It was right. close to the crib too, so it was like <laughs> we ain't got no paper, we ain't got no money. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't go to Florida State, Miami, mm-hmm. UCLA, mm-hmm. Uh, Notre Dame. I couldn't do all mm-hmm. that. I mean, I probably could, but I might have been miserable. So I was like, somebody can get me to school if I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good point. Go ahead, Larry. I'll talk his head off about UVA. Go ahead. No, I, I, and it was funny when you said that because everybody wants to go with the sexy colleges. What made you, why did you want to go to Maryland? What was about, what did you like about Maryland? Uh, Because they threw the ball. Okay. And, you know, that's what I, that's, that's what, that's what that's I what, did. That's what you did. <laughs> was called for run base. That was run, run base. base. And I, I got fortunate because right, they we were. had uh, Sparky Woods, uh-huh. an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, he had been in a pro style system 
and we both basically got George Welsh. Like, yo, you got to open this up. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember we come to the games. It was run left, run right, run up the middle. I mean, run outside, run inside. We got you know, <laughs> some great running backs and some great offensive linemen. Mm, oh, but we needed to throw the ball. <laughs> and uh, it was going to be a waste if they didn't. And, you know, those two years, 97, 98, and that's when we started throwing the that's rock. That's when we started. Wow. And it's crazy because then you had – it was recruiting Ronald Curry behind you mm -hmm. and thinking that he was going to come there, you know, as well. Yeah, that was a big mess on campus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no. a big mess. That was a mess. Yes, <laughs> that was that. a mess. Yeah, they cut it out. You uh -uh. gonna do what? Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, mm -mm. It, it was a whole lot of let's mess. See. Let's let's see what it's gonna be. Well, you know what it's gonna be. Let's mm. do it. So you know, I, I want to chime in a little bit here because we, you and I, kind of went through some similar things our first two years. Um, my my fr my first year. It's funny when I say freshman first because you know how we do up there. We will call it first, but most people call it freshman. Um, you know, I came in as a medical red shirt. You red shirted, and then I. What happened your second year? Did you? Were you? Because didn't they change coaches there, right in there somewhere? Uh, no, no. George Well stayed there the entire time. Um, the entire time you were there. Yeah, yeah, entire time. Mm. Um, mm. The second year I was there. Uh, let me see that we were there. Um, it was a, it was a big stink about. I think the Simeon Willis micro situation. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right. And then okay. the my actually true red shirt sophomore season, they tried to throw Tim Sherman in there as a That's fifth what it year was. senior. Yes, I remember. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So we end up sharing time and doing all that. So stupid stuff. <laughs> stupid stuff. So so you pretty much, you know, um, we're kind of on your toes, ready to get in here. And you're dealing with the, the madness there for your first two years. Mm -hmm. What do you think kept you stable? What do you think kept you, you know, mind on the goal? You know, I know what I got. I, I know who I am. I know what they have sitting here. What kept you focused on? You know what? Regardless of what they think or whatever's going on right now, one left one, whatever they doing. I'm Aaron Brooks. I know what I got. Like, how did you get through that um, first two years and then, you know, rising to the top like you did in 97, 98? Well, I have to remember it was part of the plan. Um, my coach almost sabotaged it. Reem almost sabotaged it. I used to go to transfer. You don't play him and this and that. But mm. um, it was my it was my abilities and believing in myself because yes, sir. when we when we first stepped on campus and I got to know my teammates mm -hmm. that tired class mm -hmm. y'all was tight yeah we was tight. and and uh we didn't give a fuck it was just like yo <laughs> we come to do our thing right. so right fuck what you heard right you know um <laughs> but and I think love it I think seeing and we talked about this on the phones like seeing as a true freshman, Jermaine Crowell, <laughs> step on the field. Step on the field. I remember that. Yep. So, Welsh was like, we just fresh on campus. My first game against Florida State. He was like, Crowell, you're starting. And we was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Gee, you about to start against Florida State, man? I right. was like, okay. Following year, Poindexter ended up starting mm -hmm. with the host of, mm. arguably, 
some of the greatest linebackers I've ever seen to play yep. the game. Yeah. With Potsy. Potsy, James Ferrer, and, and um, Sharper. Jamie Sharper. Mm-hmm. And he got on. It was just like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to get up here. Yeah, my boys. <laughs> what? My boys are here really <laughs> doing their thing. You right. Know? And at. then we win against Florida State at home. And oh yeah, we're two crazy. Of our, two, yes. two of the, I remember that. Yeah. And, yes. two, and two of our classmates were Burnham. Burnham. Yeah. Dex was. And Dex was in on it. Instrumental in, in yep. stopping the stop. So it was line. like. Man, when is my turn? Yo, what the fuck? Right. We, we partied that night. Oh, you, we was, oh, that town went crazy. We was on the 50. Yes, yeah. I remember that night. That was official. Woo! Official. They was what, number one in the country? They had Warwick Dunn Something and all of like them. That. Something like yeah, that. It was number one in the ACC yeah. for sure. Yeah, it was crazy. I think that might have been their first loss in the ACC, I think. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yes, I remember that play now. I got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> God, he stopped him right there. I remember that. Wart was trying to get in. So I just, you know, I just I just started getting, you know, I started to see and understand what it was about. Mm-hmm. Like, first two years, you, you just, you first had high school. You just on campus, you got all these, you know what I mean? It's a lot going on, you know what I mean? <laughs> you going to call it a lot, lot going, going on. on, you know? And, uh... <laughs> And so I just, I saw that I had an opportunity. And, um, you know, I just, you know, tried to make the, I made the best out of it, but I thought, I felt like I was pressing. Okay. Because my opportunity was limited. <clears throat> Coach gave the job to the fifth year senior. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and, um, and he would do a decent job, but when we got in trouble, mm-hmm. it called me. To go in the game like brothers get in the game. Like, yo, you put me in this fucked up situation. Don't you hate that? You know I mean? Now like, get up. Put your cape on, brooks. You got to go say these dudes. Oh, so uh, but the, the crazy thing about it, it didn't go my way as it planned. Okay. Although I made some good plays, but a lot of my plays weren't good plays mm-hmm. because they were immature passes that I made. Just young. Mm-hmm. Just being young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like throwing in a double coverage. So yeah. you look at my stats, you'd be like, yo, this guy was garbage that year. Mm-hmm. I had like one touchdown and seven picks. Well, I didn't I never started any of those games. Okay. Right. You could um, thrown in. But um all the seniors, they they believed them and they was like, yo, we believe you should be starting. But they won't their call. And um Right. So I had an opportunity one last time for that season ended to go in the game against Miami in the, uh, I think it was the Conquest Bowl, mm. down in Miami. Okay. And um, I went in there, I did my thing, mm-hmm. and they he snatched me real quick, and I was like, what the fuck? Mm. Everybody's like, yo, what's up? You're not going back in the game? So George, Coach Welsh made the Coach call? Welsh made the wow. So Because what he, he would do in his defense, he would put the younger kid in the game for the experience. Right. Right? But here's a fifth-year guy that was out the door with no potential future ahead of him in the sport. and uh, But mm. I guess he heard what was going on. He threw me back in there. And, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he needed to do that. And, and, you know, we, yeah, so yeah. we ended up losing the game. But it was uh, – yeah, I guess that was somewhat my coming out party. Yes, 
because you know it's funny uh he larry's the one that got me on a couple of years back to tell my story and he was asking me about uva and he was asking me about monikin and stuff like that and i hadn't talked about any of this stuff for like 20 years so i'm literally trying to remember this stuff as he's asking me these questions and so as you're sitting here talking about the story and what happened mm -hmm. at uva i'm sitting here remembering watching you and watching some of these plays and sitting here thinking oh my god we were all like why isn't aaron in the game yeah like that was we was you had a you had a cheering squad i can remember now now that i'm sitting here thinking yeah. back because you're talking about tim sherman you're talking mm -hmm. about grow was there um yeah and and we were all just sitting there like okay see it was crazy because tim never played during that time mm -hmm. like when he was at school he never got on never the got field. in he uh. never got on the field then Your to year. add um mm -hmm. you know to add to that, his father was the receivers coach. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> See the so, correlation. Yeah, so he's like, man, they just trying to get his small mm. chance, you know, like this some bull. <laughs> you already um, know. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> already know. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, <laughs> I, Politics I, as usual. Uh, <laughs> that's what I mean, man. We had some similar, I mean, you were, freshman year, first year, I redshirt, right? And Tora was there. I was playing one and two, so Tor was a was a was a freshman, and then I redshirt her sophomore year, and then on her third year, now she's gotten two years and and got you know under her belt. I'm coming in trying to play, so now it's like, well, you need to play the two. By that time, you know, Jenny Boo was there and they doing their thing at the mm -hmm. two, so then they go recruit Renee. Right, so here right. I am okay. coming out ready to finally play, getting ready, getting my shine. Everybody's seen what I could do in practice. Everybody's like, why are you not in the game? Mm -hmm. And then Debbie, you know, it just started being like, we're going to put the freshman in for experience. She'll come in. Mm -hmm. She'll play a few mm -hmm. minutes. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, Tiffany. I want you to come in and make sure you lock everybody down. You come in in the end when we need you the most. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I'm with you. That's exactly what happened. Like, you know, Renee would start. Put that cape and on. And then, all right, <laughs> Tiffany, you, you come in. She'll start for 10 minutes, but you're going to be in when it mattered. So I'm with you on that. It was a lot of growing pains there, I would say, maturity yeah. level. Because yeah. when you feel like you have that kind of talent and you're just sitting there and waiting and waiting and waiting and other people are sitting there telling you, why you ain't in the game? I saw it. Why you ain't in the game? And you have to answer those mm -hmm. questions around campus. Yep. You know, everybody saw it. Yep. So, That's you know, right. I, you've always been close to my heart because I felt like we kind of went kind of on the same path while we were there. Mm -hmm. Of course, our life went completely different after UVA, but, and you just skyrocketed. I just went a whole different way. But point is, I, I remember that now, like sitting here talking to you, you just, it. But little do people know that makes, that makes people like you and stronger. I stronger. Mm -hmm. You know, overcoming that type of adversity, you know, it's just, it, you can't really explain mm -mm. it, but you, nope. you know, to to some to some people because they never understand that because mm -mm. they don't they don't get it mm -mm. you know what I mean it's mm -mm. like you know you never complain about being held back or nope. whatever have you mm -mm. it's just you know you just have this innate ability to feel to have that strength from within yes you know what I mean so. Yeah, we did it though. We did it. We did our thing. <laughs> we um, did it. And I, you know, I was telling 
um, Larry, this when we had our interview, the same thing. Like all those things are stripes that just get you stronger and stronger and stronger. And so whenever anything hits you in life, you can relate back to those moments and go, mm -hmm. if I went and got through that, I can get through this. Right. And, um, you know, you and I haven't talked in a while, but there's been some things that have happened in my life and people look at me and go, well, how do you keep moving? How do you keep moving forward? Um, you know, and, and we'll catch up. And, and, but yeah, it's just what, what God gives you, you know, he doesn't give you anything more than you can bear. And I think right. a lot of those experiences through my childhood, through that UVA experience, was able to help me continue to keep moving forward and continue to think about others first and continue to think about how you're going to impact others. Right. And and that's the main, that's one of the good reasons um, I look back on those experiences and think those mm. are good things because mm -hmm. oh, you yeah. learn so much from it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And we hadn't even gotten to your NFL career because you had yeah. to go through that same thing there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like a university like UVA, you know, you're going to earn everything that you get. Mm -hmm. And um, and it, it really, to me and what people don't get is that, you know, because, you know, like to your point is like, it's not the glamorous college. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have five national football championships. Right. We don't have three, four basketball national championships. Right. You know what I mean? And so we, we looked at it depicted as an academic school, mm -hmm. right. which is fine. Mm -hmm. right? Okay? Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it, it really prepares you for the world. That's you it. Know? UVA has done a great Amen. job preparing students for the world. Amen. And, it, you know, it ain't about the culture. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> going, going, it, it, it's, right. a, it's about, you know, the, the future mm -hmm. and, and how you're able to contribute to society. And I yes. thought UVA did a great job yes. contributing to that. I'm with you that. on that. Yes. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I just want to put that out there. Yes, you know, like, yes. You like, no, 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 no. You must be a tech no. fan, a bandwagon. <laughs> You've been bandwagon no. since, you know. No. You know. I, I, I agree with you on that part. Yes. You know? A lot of times I tell people mm -hmm. throughout the state, it was always UVA. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that, that turn came when Michael Vick came there, then the whole state became tech fans. Right. You know, and it's just like, you know, you can go to other states. Like Texas is going to always be Texas, no matter how Texas A&M or Texas, a Texas Tech do. It's going to always be Texas. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, it just I don't know if it was the drop, but the talent was always there. But just always wondered that. And that's what you get. That was fair. Well, it is what it is. I mean, you know, we lo we lost a legend on a, on a football field in George Welsh mm -hmm. and his ability Mm -hmm. to, you know, get the most out of his coaches in terms of the recruiting process. Absolutely. And, you know, we lost, we started losing that battle because the guys that was coaches that was coming in, they couldn't relate to the kids mm -hmm. right. that was coming up, you know. And and that, that and when you do that and you lose to state rivals, you know, to your state rivalry is, is you know, it makes it lopsided. Right. You know what I mean? So, but... You know, we back on we back on the verge. We still on the ground. We, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, we still the best number one institution. Mm -hmm. <laughs> why who why? Well, you know, they why was going down to seven five seven. Tech started doing what y'all was doing early on. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that 
changed the changed the game a little bit. Yes. You know, with addition to losing Coach Wells. Yeah, it's just all copycat. Mm. Um, copycat mm. system. So yeah. they will never say that though. <laughs> nah, nah, they feel it themselves right yeah. there. <laughs> Bunch of rejects, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, to, to piggyback off of that, you know, like I said, I, I have some of the best relationships with some of the folks back at UVA, and um, I, I would never trade that experience for anything because, again, at the end of the day, you do become something through the journey. And as you look back, you know, the journey is what got you there. And yep. um, I will say this, though. Um, I'm going to ask you, what do you think that maturity came from for you as you going through that? I mean, because all of us are young. We all want to be out there. We all want to show what we can do. We all want to, you know, we're used to playing. So where do you think that came from, being able to kind of just kind of wait for the process to happen because you said there was a process and you knew at the end you were going to get here but what do you think was keeping you grounded as you're waiting for that to happen a good friend always told me it's birthdays so the more birthdays you have the more understanding that you get Mm. you know what i mean so i think over the years Mm -hmm. i started realizing um this is what i have to do this is what i have to do and this is what i can't do Okay. And so I started to understand the do's and don'ts. Um, but also remain who I was, you know, or mm-hmm. who I am at the time. And uh, looked at a little differently at times, you know what I mean? But, you know, said some things that probably regretted, but, you know, it's right. whatever. That's, that's being young. That's right. being youthful, you know. But um, at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it this stuff don't come with a manual, right? <laughs> so I, right, some of the stuff I'm a good. I was a good kid. You know, I'm a good dude. Right. I grew up respectful, respecting my elders. Mm-hmm. But you know, things happen in life that make people act out in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Right. I had plenty of them. I had some situations where I I, I acted out, and then it took someone to say that. No, you can't back, yeah. do this, don't you know what I mean? Bring mm-hmm. it back, can't do this, mm-hmm. can't do that. But overall, by the time I was done, it was like, you know, it's having that that, that um, self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, what's the next five going to be like? Five years going to be like, you know, am I willing to do this? Are you willing to do that, you know? Right. Can you get out here in the corporate world and, mm-hmm. and you know, make a living? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, and I had like major obstacles to, to overcome, but at the same time, I'll just contribute that to the birthdays and, okay. and um and just learn if it's learning off of experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Learning off of experience, you learn what not to do. You know, for real. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> Amen I'm with that. you on that one. Yeah. Um, you just learn to say, okay, here's the goal. Let's work backwards from the goal. Like this is what. This is what I'm planning on doing. So I realize I got to do these baby steps, even if even if there's steps I don't want to do, right. things I don't want to do, yeah, you know, was, places I don't want to go. Yeah, you know, that's the maturity is is yeah. is recognizing it's something that I don't want to do. I don't feel like I should be doing. That it's not fair. You know, if you signed up for fair, don't come on into life. Um, you know, and you just realize it over and over. Okay, 
this is the goal. And if I got to get to the goal, then these are the steps. But you know what? It was, um, I was okay with that, though. Mm-hmm. I was okay uh, with not having it because mm-hmm. I never had it. Can't That's, miss nothing. You mm-hmm. never had it, mm-hmm. right? It's true. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was okay. I was never feeling like, you know, I had to be front and center, mm-hmm. you know, because um, the goal in mind was to really graduate from school, mm-hmm. get a job, right. put some food on the table. All right. You know what I mean? So you were doing that. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I I never felt compelled to have a a posse with me. Right. You know, I never felt compelled that I had to be the guest in the in the club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I won't no I won't pop in no bottles and nothing like that. Right. You know, I wasn't No, you weren't I I didn't I didn't fall to the the traps. I didn't fall for the peer pressure. None of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was I was okay not having certain things that our culture right. was, was presenting to us to, to feel or to look in a certain eye or feel important. Yeah, everybody want to be in the front. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. want to be in the front. Yeah. But somebody got to play number two. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like my people, they couldn't, they ain't understand it. Like, they ain't, <laughs> just got to remember, Chuck went number one. Right. And my few years I get in, I'm in the league, uh, Vic number one. Right. Overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So they coming with tons of money, right? You know, tons of people or whatever mm-hmm. their crew was like, and I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, you get, right. yeah, yeah, you moderate, get, like I'm right. good, like. And some people don't know he's right. he's a cousin of yours, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His second cousin. second cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, do your thing. I'm good over here. Mm-hmm. I show y'all love. I go to you know, like I I go to the games, but I won't accent or trying to be a part of it mm-hmm. right you know what mm-hmm. i mean and i used to fly to atlanta go see vic you know just showing some love but i'm not trying to be a part of it right, right. i'm here if you need me holla yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. but i'm gonna keep it hunting i'm gonna keep it moving, <laughs> keep it moving. yeah 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 that's mm-hmm. how it's always been for me so yeah what about when you think back to uva what are your fondest memories like what are your your best games best memories what 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 moments come out for you when you think back <sighs> Yeah, that's a good question. Um, what what moments shine? It's a lot of moments. I'm just gonna start spitting out some stuff. Um, you know, um, outside of the sport, it was really getting to know people like yourself, Tiffany, and trying, you know, understanding where people coming from, um, the, the localities, um, knowing that we got some. You know, fellow athletes. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's right. down. I'm all over. You know, it's no ill intentions behind it. Um, you know, that was always that always made my day. Mm-hmm. Um, even when Don Staley came back, I was like, oh, you know, I was, was, was balling was right. in, I'm balling in slaughter with, right. with, slaughter. with Staley. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, Staley, shoot that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, oh, that was like, that was, uh, that was, yo, that was crazy. Um, my moments for sure. First time saw seeing her. Wow. Men's basketball going up in U Hall, skipping. Uh, 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 um, study hall. Yeah, I go to the game tonight. We got Carolina tonight, yo. Whatever, man. I'm I'm out, fellas. I'm gold, man. I got to see this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Uh, those is like crazy, man. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Um, (laughs) uh, Just um, you know, also on campus, just. uh, 
you know, being, you know, just uh, like, uh, fuck, like it was like uh, in awe of the campus itself. So beautiful. It was like crazy. I remember stepping off the <laughs> the uh, school school bus and um, across from the BBS. <laughs> Going to class. Yep, right there. See thousands of people just going to their classes. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where they going? Where I supposed to go? What's, what's happening? Yeah, hey, I can imagine that. <laughs> it was like thousands. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, to your viewers, you know, give you a great, good perspective. I'm a young black kid, 18 years old from downtown New News. Right. Campus that you not used to seeing that. I see a sea of white <laughs> folks. Yeah, right. Used to that. Like where my people at? Where my people right. at? See a white folks is like everybody just. It's a whole different, <laughs> yo, it's a whole different breed, man. Yo. Oh man, I, was, I never forget that. I was like, yo, I, I got to get with it. Like, what? right? You yeah, know? either I'm gonna get with it or yeah. we gonna do something else. Oh, um, but yeah, taking it back to you know why I was there besides academics, it was. Uh, it was uh, my my first start against mm. Auburn. All right. Um, they had some hitters over there. Mm. Um, <laughs> Takeo Spikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know about that dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he I mean, won for the Bengals. Coach prep prepared us very well, and mm. um, shout out to Takeo Spikes. But that was my first start. We played them at home. We get <laughs> we get to um, Brian Hall at the time, right? And uh, all this blue and orange is a is a ESPN um, Saturday night game, and all this mm. blue and orange is waiting for us to get off the bus. So I'm like, yes, sir, this is gonna be tonight. We have to get it tonight, right? And so we get off the bus. We saw all these shirts with AU on it. Hey, like, oh, what the ain't, hell? ain't the one, right? Like, nah, this is Auburn. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> they, they up in here tonight. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, but I was proud um, of the performance we put out. We lost. But personally, it was uh, um, personal best. My um, first start, I threw for 300 yards that game. All right now. Mm. Uh, Terrence Wilkins showed off. All right oh, yeah, now. He was I remember nice a little too. T. Wilk. Yeah, T. Yes. Jerrine Crowell. Yes. They was like, they they was tough. He played for the Colts for a second, right? Yeah, yeah. He was their running back. T- I mean, their um, special teams guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. T. Wilkes. That's a lot of memorable games, you know, that I've had. Uh, but I think what stood out the most is the camaraderie I had with the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we did some crazy stuff. We, you know, but I tell you what, you know, if we party hard the night before, you could best believe we was on that field first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no choice. Right, <laughs> right. And like we, like, like, yeah, we had a good time. Get your ass up, let's go. <laughs> you know, whether it was winter workout, right, or we was just, um, you know, had practice in general. It was, um, and, and that that really um, strengthened our bond, and you know, mm-hmm. we was able to have. Tremendous success before we left left the school, you know that entire yes. class. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they, you know, it's just it's just so memorable, um, just knowing how tight a group of guys can become, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I was kind of searching for that. And it was it never happened again. Never happened. Like, Yo, wow. what happened? Right? Ah, uh, no. You know that's you know life goes on, but um, that was probably the biggest. 
think that that's that's very memorable and we, we're still in contact we mm-hmm. got a little group me chat you know? yeah because i feel like every time i would see you you had a crew like you had it was your group yeah. you had a yeah. you had a group and i feel yeah. like <laughs> it was a group and i think i think adrian was one of them yeah and, adrian, uh, Jermaine dex. and dex yeah all of them yep yep we, we was we super was tight Jermaine. Yeah. you know we even brought in a younger cat too they came on bundles yeah know? so yeah. One thing about us, we you know we kept it a hundred, and I was <laughs> they was a little nicer, kinder mm. to the kids. I I spit that fire because of what I went through. Right, right. So I'm like, you yo, do man, it. you coming here, man? Hey, look, this, this that that whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, don't come through here. What blah blah. They they'll be like, yeah, man, we. We would love to have, you know, fuck that thing. If you ain't trying right. to do this, nigga, don't come through. That's right. <laughs> That's right. 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 <laughs> so I never get right. a recruit. They never gave me. They never right. get yeah, right. right. He was never the host. <laughs> no, we, we, we ain't going to give him an no, We got to bring him to somebody else. Yeah, we got to tone that down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I Different just wanted time. to keep it real because mm-hmm. my experience, I felt like I had to share that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else, they would share their own experience, mm-hmm. you know. And so, that 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 leaves a kid or or um, of a crew, you know, leaving the campus like, oh, okay. It, it sort of like opens them up, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean. And um, you know, it's just you know that's just how I felt. You know, I won't go holding on back, especially what I went through. You know what I mean? It won't. Right. It won't. You know. I ain't saying I was supposed to have what I got, but you know, it was tough going through that. Right. You know, you I mean? earned it. Yeah, it was, you it was it, tough. For sure. So um I just wanna make the best out of it, but I just wanna leave that mark. Yeah. Like don't 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 be <laughs> trying to shortchange me right. or shortchange the situation. That's right. It's what it was and it, it sometimes the truth is hard to, you know, take for take some folks. For so. some folks. Facts. So <clears throat> The memories were all the all the folks that you got to meet down there, the the relationships you formed. Uh, first time getting off the bus, the BBS, and seeing all that come out, and then of course your first start, and just kind of seeing yourself grow and mature. Do you feel like, um, you know, that kind of prepared? Like I, I want to kind of UVA. I, we we talk UVA all day because you know you and I we haven't talked in twenty years, but I don't want to harp on that because we have so much to catch up with off screen um but moving on into your nfl career uh well i'll just say this say this i'll say this um to the cap off the uva experience it was like i had to grind my way through the school like you know what i mean i went to summer (laughs) school right all right um um I had to take the uh, Spanish, you know, to get up out of there last four, five semesters, mm-hmm. you know. So I put in the work. You know, I had a right to feel the way I feel. I put in that mm-hmm. work. I right. grinded I it through. Did. Right. I and did. I graduated. That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? So I definitely want your listeners and viewers to understand that, you know, as you That's go right. to a university. All right. That's right. Amen. You, you know have these trials and tribulations while you're there, that don't mean, you know, nothing is given. You know, it's still a privilege to be there. Amen. And I wanted to take advantage of that and, and and make sure that, you know, I came home with that paper. That's right. Yeah. I almost said 
you coming with the paper. Yeah. You coming saying, home with that, for sure. Yeah, you know, mama wanted to make sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. That was our agreement. <clears throat> that was part of the agreement. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way about that experience. Um, it, it, yeah, I, I again, I, I will talk all day about that. But going on over into the NFL portion, mm-hmm. um, talk about that. Talk about your uh, transition from you're working, you're grinding, you graduated, you know, you finally got the time, you got the opportunity to show who you were. Now you're, you're going on to where everybody dreams. They want to go play in the NFL from a little kid. You always want to play in the NFL or the NBA, or you just, now you're finally going there after all of that work through that whole journey of Newport news. Then you get through UVA. All right. (laughs) One more door NFL. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Well, when I first when I first got drafted, you know, it was a relief, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but like I said, I come from humble beginnings. I was able to buy my mom a house. No, you know, she got a roof over her head, that type of That's stuff. Right. But when I got, when I actually uh, got there at the uh, at uh, Green Bay, it was. Um, it was somewhat an eye opener, you know. Coach gave me, you know, the playbook and turned on the old film and like, yo, watch every game from mm. last game. Give me all the notes, fill his notebook out, and and uh, we go from there. And I did the homework. I did all that right. And then once we got on the field, I got a chance to see Brett Farr go to work. Okay. I was like, okay, yeah, all right. I can do that. I can do that. All right, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see myself, you know what I mean, yeah. being an NFL quarterback mm-hmm. at the right time. Um, mind you, he had already the Super Bowl. I'm not saying I could have done better than Brett, but he he showed me some stuff that he by watching him, I was able to learn mm-hmm. and understand and know that I could do what he does. Mm-hmm. May not be better, but I can do what I can do that. Yep. Right. Yep. I can make that pass. Yep. I can make that throw. That's mm-hmm. right. I can run this offense. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that gave me the confidence to to um to believe once I got there. Then the problem was, when you a rookie, um, you just now nah, I won't gonna play. I won't gonna play in front of Brett, right? Right. So right. I'm like, what the hell I do? Right. So Matt Hasselback was the backup, and he was the placeholder. Mm-hmm. And he was throwing touchdowns off fake field goals and uh, <laughs> points and shit. So I'm like, fuck, I ain't getting it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ray Rose was, uh, bless his heart, man. That's my dog, man. I'm my ace. Shout Ray, Ray Rose, Rose, the only black head coach yes. Green Bay Packer ever had, mm-hmm. drafted me. And he was like, look. I'm gonna make you active. We going with three quarterbacks. So people was wondering, like, why are we going with three quarterbacks? He ain't mm-hmm. ready. He ain't ready. So Ray must have saw something in me, right? Mm-hmm. That if something happened to the two that was in front of me, we would have been straight. Right. And so I earned a credited season my first year in the, in the league. Mm-hmm. Now going back, was I ready? Mm-hmm. Nah, first 10 weeks, I was fucking that up. I was, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> if keeping it real was a person. <laughs> right. Wow. I'm going to practice and we're going to be straight, but after practice, I'm about to get yeah. in. Yeah. You already know. I'm in Green Bay by myself. My shorty ain't up here. The lights get to blinking at 9 p.m. Yeah, I mean, by October, November, you got it, a foot of snow no, on the ground. Man. I'm like, yo, I'm just where the liquor snow at? Wow. <laughs> I can only oh imagine. Cold as a <laughs> All right. And what year was that? I need some antifreeze around right this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you need more than that. You need that. What you drinking right yeah. there? Right. But um, that, that was um, so out to that. To that point, at the tenth week after the tenth week or going to the tenth week, I right. was like, "Yo, I gotta get on my shit. The fuck am I doing?" I started getting into the playbook and I started learning my stuff and um, having really good practices. And um, the season ended. They fired Ray Rose, mm-hmm. and training camps coming back around, and they bringing in all these other quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Break my ass, Danny Worth. The hell he bringing all these dudes in? That was my next question. I'm about to get a Hessa back and get the backup job. Right. What, mm-hmm. What's up? Right. Man, coach tapped me on my shoulders like, "Yo, what's like, what's up, man?" He's like, "Yo, step over here. We just traded you, huh? What?" <sighs> All right, fuck it. He said, look, y'all got an out. You got an out? No, he said, y'all, because it was Lamont Hall got traded with me for a linebacker New Orleans wanted. No, the Green Bay wanted, and Lamont and I, Lamont Hall was a tight end, so we both went to New Orleans, mm-hmm. and New Orleans sent them a linebacker. Mm-hmm. He was like, y'all got an hour, 20 minutes to get on the flight. Like, what? <laughs> the business part of it. I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it uh, it was it was like that. We was we got shipped down to Jacksonville because the Saints were scrimmaging uh, and practicing with uh, Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and I was just thrown in the fire from there. So it was uh, I got down there with Jeff Blake, myself, mm-hmm. and this guy named Jake Delone. Yep, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and I and that reason I keep wanting to talk about your your struggle is because there's so many people out here who go through that. There's so many people that have to wait and wait and wait and wait. But you're down there at Green Bay. They got two quarterbacks in front of you. One of them being Brett Favre, mm-hmm. and then you've got Matt Hasselbeck. Is Cole? You know, you from Newport News. You out in Green Bay. Mm. <laughs> okay now that's come on all right so you in green bay you in green bay all right mm-hmm. and you're you're almost like i, I want to talk about that mindset like were you kind of like oh, i'm in the nfl you know i'm just gonna you know live the life for a little bit or was it more you know what ah here we go again oh you know like what was your mindset going and thinking okay man well, you know what i mean like what was keeping you um, cause you don't, cause almost it could have been a, like a PTSD moment. It, it wasn't about me. Yeah. It was about my family. Right. Yeah. So, um, I just wanted to stack my chips There you go. and I wanted to make the go. best decision I possibly could with the money All right. that, I, that I received. Now, mind you, I'm a fourth round pick. 
131st pick, you know what I mean? Right. Player taken in that draft. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've seen like seven other quarterbacks go in front of me that I know are not better than. Mm-hmm. You know, I know, but I I couldn't control that. And so right. when I got my signing bonus, probably about 200 and some change. Um, I bought a truck and uh, got an apartment and uh, obviously paid my agent off. And um, and um, I was thinking of ways of, you know, how I can put this money away. Okay. You know, so my focus, my, I had a different focus, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I, I, I wasn't a first-round pick. I didn't get eight off the top. You know? right. right. I didn't get eight million. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You're talking about 100000 really? mm-hmm. That's That's, you know, that's like startup money. Right. You know, like that's life startup money, right? For a kid, you know, that age at 22. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as all that, you know, stuff that I was going through, I was still mindful of, okay, I got to protect this money because that's mm-hmm. all I got. Right. You know? And uh, I was able to put some put some over the way. And, uh, <clears throat> and you know, and, that's, and that was like, that, that made me feel secure in a way. You know what I mean? You know how you put money away, like you ain't yeah. touching it. Right. You know? That's the plan. Back then it was like, it was, oh, that's a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody was really thinking about it. Because mm. you got to remember, I'm a grown-ass man, man now. Mm-hmm. 30-something-year-old guys, Brett Foss showed me a check. He, he checked about three, 400000 for one game check. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm watching cats taking private jets back to the crib, back mm-hmm. home and back. We going to driving an hour away to go to Milwaukee just to go party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was with diamonds, you know, right. necklaces and watches and cars. Right. We're like, yo, man. Yeah. Fuck. Like, <laughs> what, you know. I need to get into this. Yeah, but I couldn't. I could front like I was. Right. Like I had that, that was typical right. mindset. Right. right. You know, and so and I, I think I think overall I think. Um, my mindset was really to, um, you know, before this over, I need to walk away with some scratch. Right. And I think that's where the maturity came in. Mm-hmm. At, mm-hmm. You know, um, which, in a sense, went along with my personality. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was never that type. You were never. You know, that, inconsistent, you know I mean? right. Yeah. You was, were always grounded. Yeah, and so that just, that, that was, um, I thought, that was instrumental. That was instrumental um, to the to the beginnings of you know the start of my NFL career. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that was that was really the mindset. mindset. You know what I mean? Because I, I knew I could play. It was just right. a matter of time if it right was going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? If right. it was going to happen. Right. And um, but after being there and seeing the game. On that level, I mm. knew I could play. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, I could do that. I, I could do I what he's doing. I can do it. Right. So yeah, that's that's what it was about, though. It was it was about trying to put some money away and making sure. Your family was taken care of. Yeah. Yep, your why. Yeah. You kept your why in focus. Yeah, I did. I did. You kept your why I, I, in focus. I did. I did, you know. So. Yeah. Sidetrack sometimes. Just, you know, we got to enjoy it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, got to mm-hmm. 
do you, but you know, it was it was always in the forefront. Yes. Um, and Larry, if you, you chime in any time, um, I, you know, I was looking back at some of your film, uh, and it looks like you had some battles with some, some really good quarterbacks back then, <laughs> you know, back then oh, yeah. Kurt Warner was, was playing for the Rams. Um, and you know, they were the greatest show on turf, they called it. Mm -hmm. And they were coming into new Orleans and, and y'all, y'all had a little something going on there too. Oh, yeah. So I actually watched some of those highlights there and you had some <laughs> battles with Kurt Warner. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> talk about you know some of the some of the folks you played with um i also want to get into i know you were down in new orleans when katrina hit mm. um and that's during that time too and you know i <clears throat> yeah there like i said there's so much to ask you and talk to you about um i it's i had to write notes like, down how long we got yeah right yeah man right? i was like i mean i can imagine i can imagine i mean the things that you you know you've seen and been through down there during yeah. uh that time for that city um but yeah you know I, i'll talk more on this um some of the folks that you played against some of your you know talk about some of those games you were playing against some of those quarterbacks in the nfc um some of your battles some of your some folks you would say some of the best players you played against and kind of got you up they wanted you when they were on the field you was gonna play your best you know yeah you know as i mentioned i was playing with some grown men and so yeah. one of the guys that really got me going was on um, willie rope okay yeah, offensive yeah, tackle yes sir mm. one of the best ever hall of fame mm -hmm. yes yes sir mm -hmm. and uh being a young buck i'm in a huddle he would kick me a foot, like, come on, A.B., let's go, let's go, let's go, A.B., come on. <laughs> oh, shit, but they both kick me out of I know it's time. Yeah, it's time to get right. in now. I know it's time to get down. And so, you know, I had some early success in the, in the league when I got to uh, Green Bay. Unfortunately, I mean, um, when I got to New Orleans, unfortunately, Jeff Blake got injured. But that gave me an opportunity to get on the field. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, I've had some, you know, at the time, the NFC was, was crunk. It was crazy. Yeah. We had some, mm -hmm. we had some talented teams as every year it is, but some talented quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just to name a few, we, you know, going against obviously Brett. Yes. Martin, yep. Right. Going mm -hmm. against him, mm -hmm. knocking them off in the Superdome. Right. Um, yes. Kurt Warner. We played them three times in 45 days. Yep. Mm -hmm. Knocked them off twice. Twice, yeah. You know, um, you know, I saw McNabb, saw Carl Pepper, saw That's Peyton right. Manning, mm -hmm. um, Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> Did you? I could go on and on with, with, you know, just the list of the names, but I mean... Mm. Vic, you seen him? You, you know did, yeah. So I... Brad John, it was just, it was so like, I, I don't even have opportunity. I don't have these moments where I could just really, and thank you all for this, to really talk about it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Thank you. I, I, I put it in my past, and but but for you to ask about it, it's just like, like damn, I played against someone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Yes. Right, <laughs> and and they were at their prime too when you were playing them. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, and it's just yeah, it, it, you know, it brings a smile to my face. Um, at the end of the day, it was work, but it's it was good work. It was fun work, you know. <laughs> and um, oh man, um, yeah, was, was there anybody Ray that Lewis, just got you? Uh, Matt Bourne, Sap, yeah. Anthony McFarlane. 
I mean, the list goes on. Ezra <laughs> Jane, I mean, it's just I Ladanian Thompson. Uh, <laughs> Man, this keeps going. I bet you those it, it was fun playing against them, but it won't fun with them guys falling on you like somebody like Sap. <laughs> you know, no, that's part of the game. You know, um, you're gonna get dinged a couple of times, but you know, you know that's that toughness comes out. That's that Nupa News stuff come yeah, out. Seven you know. five. Yeah. Yes. So shout yes. out to seven five seven. No doubt. <laughs> you know, I just want to compete at the high level. You know? Right. I tell the kids, and we fear no man. You know? Right. That's right. Put our shoes on like they do, and uh, they bleed like we bleed. That's right. So, uh, but there were some fierce battles, and I, I would say this: um, Tampa Bay was the toughest defensive team that I ever oh, faced. Oh yes, back when Dungey was there. Yes, mm. yes, yes. They talk about Ray Lewis Baltimore. Nah. Nah. Really? Nah. Yeah. Nah. Tampa Dirk Bay had that and Barber and, and Simeon Rice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Nah, they were they were tough. Derek they were. Mm. Dungey had dumb jokers. Right. Like that. They, they were right. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so. <laughs> and we saw him twice. Right. Mm -hmm. Saw him twice a year. That's what I'm like. That's why I said them guys hitting you every time you turn around, man. That ain't fun. <laughs> yeah, <nah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was funny. It's like, you know, back then we were talking about. I was like, man, how y'all gonna beat the Super Bowl champion twice and y'all ain't even make the playoffs, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, explain <laughs> that. But twice, I mean, it's it's just how it goes, man. It's like you miss missed opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's missed opportunities. Um, and you know, each year that window opportunity gets smaller and smaller mm -hmm. each year um you know but that's the game you got guys that play the game for a number of years and never make the playoff mm. you know i was fortunate enough to uh, be on the team whereas we uh was able to knock off mm -hmm. greatest show on turf kurt warner mm -hmm. and marshall falk and right isaac bruce tory holt, holt. <laughs> nc state dude um London Fletcher. It's, <laughs> so it was. Yeah. That was probably the biggest highlight for the organization as well as myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. When we beat them in the playoff in that wild card. Yes. Yeah. Because we did that without any starters in the main positions. I was a backup at quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, Willie Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Robert Wilson. Mm hmm. R.I.P. Bless his soul. Um, mm. um, Ricky Williams was hurt. Mm. I think we probably had Terry Allen back there at the time. Yeah. Okay. Clemson. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, and then you know we had you had the defense with defense, but offensively we was playing with a lot of backups, and you know it pretty much showed out that game. I mean, we all showed out that game. Um, you know they was instrumental helping me. Um, you know, with those stats of throwing about three, four, four touchdowns, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, thank thank God, Oza King dropped the punt, right? <laughs> Man. <laughs> because if they would have touched that ball <laughs> one more time, right. Right. Yeah, you know which way would have went. Yes, exactly. Who yeah. had the ball last? Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we knocked them off. So yeah, it was. I had early it's, success, basically. Yeah. What I'm getting at. Yeah. I, well, once I got my, you know, opportunity. It won't no turn it back. Turn it back. I was. You was. You was there. I was ready because you remember at after the tenth week, mm -hmm. my rookie year. Right. I turned down the switch. Mm-hmm. 
And then an opportunity came. I was mm-hmm. prepared. Before I left Green Bay, I told um, one of the guys, I was like, look, I'm going to be a starter somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, great Scott, I, it, it happened. So I had early What's success. That? I had early success, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, like all careers kind of fizzled out a little bit but i had some, I had some, some great moments yes you did <laughs> they call That's it Aaron. another question they have a they call it the no fun league nfl you got some guys that always talk about that right and i know it's a question i want to ask you playing with joe horn <laughs> well how did you react when you threw that touchdown pass to him man and he pulled that cell phone out man i ain't pay that dude no more <laughs> It's a character, so as you can see, I left it as that. So you know, I'm, I'm taking you ain't vibe with him very well. Yeah, he was alright, man. You know, some guys are different, man. You know what I mean? He was yeah. different, and I never throw any of my teammates under the bus. No, right. so he, he was he was a little different, and um, you know, his antics were his antics, mm-hmm. and um, you know, they so. talk about that. That's one of those me guys. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you want all the glory, but none of the, mm. you know what I mean? When it's bad. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I don't, I don't get down like that. Right. It, you know, because I'm accept when I'm wrong mm-hmm. or when I'm not getting a job, then I can accept that, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, we have, as, as men and young men, we had no time or space on the field to, uh, not take the criti- constructive criticism person. Mm-hmm. We didn't have time for that. So as me as a leader of the offense tell you, yeah, them, you need to do something, you need to do it. Right. And don't need to be tucking your tail in between your butt and, and, and then. Oh, he bucking. Yeah, you know, like, come on, man. Like, so, mm-hmm. but, you know, you know, you're dealing with, what, as a leader of the team, fourth, fifth in charge, you're still dealing with all these personalities. Yeah, you got a 53-man roster. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's just one of them. Right. You know, just one of them. But, you know, the the no fun league comes in at when, when back then you got a uniform guy on standing on the field telling you to pull your socks up. Okay. Or you don't have enough white showing in your socks. Right, because it's... Now they're color-wise. Right. They don't care anymore. They don't care, right. So they kind of bought into the the player's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, way of, you know, what they should look like. Mm-hmm. See, the guys come up, jerseys are half-tucked in, you know what I mean? Like, jerseys are out. you for that. Yeah, you're getting fine. You yeah. know, like five grand. So you get a warning, <laughs> and warm-ups, and you come back out, mm-hmm. they're going to find you. Mm-hmm. So they was like finding cats for dancing in the end zone, mm-hmm. doing this, doing that. And guys just trying to have fun. You know, it's, it could be stressful at times as far as the game, but they were taking the fun out of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what they were doing. That's what they was doing. They was taking the fun out of the game. And they the, the game was changing. Mm-hmm. You know, the game was changing. Right. And the ratings dip, you know, and that's why now you have – Pass happy offenses now. Pass happy, and you got color rusted. They changing uniforms. Yep. Guys wearing what the hell they want to. Mm-hmm. Right. They got personalized cleats on. Right. Right. You know all that Those stuff. Ratings matter. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That revenue. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so and then, and then there's the business part of the game is that they don't. There's no warning. 
Mm. <laughs> There's no warning. They cut you like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can play games on you. Oh, um, we need you on the field. You've been in the training in the last two, three days. We need to. We need you on the field, man. I ain't ready to go on the field. I'm still injured, hurt. You go on the field, right? And you don't perform like you don't like you know how. They got you on film. They can cut you. Then you got couch potatoes calling you garbage, right. but don't know what's going on behind right. the scenes. Right. Exactly. So you know that's. That's part of the no fun league, and you know, I always like to say I was I was I was a guy that liked to try to protect the the smallest man mm-hmm. on the totem pole, like mm-hmm. if a free agent. Mm-hmm. I felt like he had rights too, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like the league, and sometimes uh, don't get me wrong, it's a billion dollar industry, but sometimes they cater to the top player. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? They're catered to the top player, but I'm like, what about this reason? That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even on the on the, on the teams, like, yo, somebody got to fight for Right, them. fight for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always try to show them love, show them the way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, guys coming in there with their own mindset because all they want is some paper. Mm-hmm. You know, but they don't know how to really work to go get it. Right. Right. You know, they working hard, but not working smart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you felt like as you were going through the things that you went through, you were just like, let me, let me use some of this to to help other folks. Oh yeah. Because you had been through it, you knew what it looked like, um, you seen it, done it, got the t-shirt. You're like, look, guys, this is the way. And um, you feel like you were kind of almost a mentor in that kind of way, how to get through those things that mm-hmm. that yeah, everybody. Yeah, because I had a lot to draw from. You sure did. Mm-hmm. I had a sure lot to did. draw from. And um, and um, yeah, it's it's a judgmental world, so everybody's gonna judge, right? You know, or say what a person's supposed to do or supposed to be like, right? But in reality, is you just have to be yourself, right? Right. And I try very hard just to. I, I didn't try. I was just myself. Yeah. I stay yep. me, being me. You know what I mean. Stay being you. Mm-hmm. So. You know, everybody has different conversations and dialogue about the black quarterback and the nuances of, oh, well, he he's this, he's 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 this, he's this, he's this, and then other folks are are, are said they're this, they're that, they're this. So the evolution of the black quarterback and kind of having to go through that down in New Orleans, um, I know. You know, Jeff Blake was there, and then you were there, and 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 now where we are now with the black quarterback. Um, what are your feelings on that? Because I don't even have to speak on it because you know, you know all the things that have been talking about. You know that this is that, and this is them, and this is what they can do, and this is what other folks can do, and you know there's been that debate for years, and you went through it, um, mm-hmm. and look where we are now. How are your feelings um, about that from when you were in the league to now? Because when you think about, you know, the quarterbacks that are in the league now, you know, what, what yeah. do you think? It's, it's It has evolved. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, going back to Marlon Briscoe, rest in peace, you know, mm-hmm. Marlon. I'm, I'm just, I'm a enthusiast for mm-hmm. black quarterbacks. Yes. Um, and, um. You know, looking back when we didn't have that opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we d- weren't looked upon as, you know, as a leader of the team, mm-hmm. like quarterback. Um, 
you know, I look at someone like Marlon Briscoe and his career, how, you know, he stuck it out. He hung in there. He, When he got on the field, he did his thing, mm-hmm. right? And still, yet, they took that away from him, you know, for him to just to become a receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on that 72 Dolphins team, mm-hmm. undefeated team, you know what I mean, right. as a receiver mm-hmm. after he had put that work in at Denver. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you fast forward to when I was drafted, uh, <clears throat> right before the millennium in 99, uh, you know, he had uh, Carl Pepper, he had um, uh, Big Nab, you know, mm-hmm. Sean King, myself, uh, you know, you know, just the three of us, McNabb, Carl Pepper, myself, you know, we, you know, we, we were, we were instrumental in keeping the, the, the torch lit because mm-hmm. you got to remember, you know, we had Slash Cordell Stewart out mm-hmm. too, you know, so Pittsburgh were using him to, to, to their ability. Right. Um, and, um, you know, again, another great quarterback, a brother who left us, uh, Steve McNair. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we came out, I felt like it was, you know, imperative that we kept that torch lit. Right. And right. so what we were able to do is really showcase our abilities. Right. You know, in a way that we've always, always done since we played the game. Right. Right. And so now have, you know, you know, to fast forward to present time. Is that you're looking at Kyler Murray, you know, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, we can say it's Josh been Mahomes. the position is being um, has been rev- revolutionized. But at the same time, I don't want us to be looked at as black quarterbacks. Exactly. I want us to be looked up as quarterback. looked at as quarterback. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who happen to play the game exactly. in an exceptional way? Yes. And um, and that those are our strengths that we had we have to offer. Um, Cause they don't say that about you know what I mean it, there's no connotation when you talk about Steve Young right or Fred Tarkenton you know what I mean you, you don't have that right um, so I just feel as though it's it's um, it's it's beautiful to watch someone like Lamar Jackson just do his thing mm-hmm. you know it's just so scary mm-hmm. right like, you don't know what, <laughs> where you going <laughs> right where you, you know, doing? what's gonna happen right it's yep. beautiful to watch mm-hmm. Tyler Mary. But it's also beautiful to watch um, the kid out of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. I love um, mm-hmm. Pashman Holmes. It's beautiful to watch Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. That's just the position in That's itself. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so I think we got a, a long way to go on how we talk about the position. Right. And how we, as black quarterbacks, are looked at in the position. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fully accepted. Um, I remember I was out somewhere and I probably just got to start not and it was in New Orleans and I, I believe it was in New Orleans. They was like, You don't know who this is? This is uh Aaron Aaron Brooks. She was like, This was white girl. She was like, Who? <laughs> <laughs> He's black, he's starting. <laughs> wow. So wow. it was like, you know, and that's like early 2000s. So it's, uh, we got a long way to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. you also got smaller markets, big markets. Right. Know, tomato, tomato, it doesn't matter. It, just want to, uh, want that to be looked at in the same breath. Exactly. You know what I mean? Especially when you got commentators. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. 
former athletes yes. talking about the game, right. talking about these quarterbacks right. or any other quarterback. Right. You know, I think more emphasis need to be talked about um, the player at his at his position, and not just the I don't know the the player that. Uh, separating the player from the athlete. Right. You know what I mean? It's like right. he's like you pulling all his attributes out. Right. right. And you're not saying what he's actually is. No, he's mm -hmm. a quarterback, quarterback. who right. happens to do these things. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And that's what I was getting at is that when you talk about black quarterbacks, people like to say, oh, they're fast. They can run out of the pocket. You know, all these stereotypes about athletic ability, mm -hmm. but they don't talk about the intelligence what's behind like oh he's mm -hmm. he's this or he's that and he's he's crafty he can read the defense and those are things you hear about when you talk about white quarterbacks you're talking more about oh well he can read the defense he recognizes this and oh he's a very heady you know player you know mm -hmm. just those things that even commentators talk about while the game is going on those are things that people were talking about in the past about what the skill set was right and they continue to talk about those attributes Whereas you should, like you said, just talk about the quarterback and that this is a, a quarterback that's good at his position and he's leading the team, et cetera, et cetera. But just those attributes and adjectives, do you think things are changing? Do you think things are, are moving away from that and, and moving away from Not the, really. the Randall Cunninghams and the, Not you know, really. just, oh, he's this and, and almost putting you in a, in a box. Not really. And I, that's what I'm getting at. And, Not really. And Yeah. Because some of them don't even want to stay in the first place. Exactly. It's, it's plain it's as true. They don't true. want you there. Right. Mm -hmm. It's still teams that only have you, like. Six, yeah. When yeah. Blake left, I pocket. was the only black dude in the quarterback mm. room. Mm -hmm. When I was in college, I was the only black dude in the quarterback room. Mm. So you got a lot of teams mm -hmm. that's out there with just one black quarterback. Yeah. Whether they're backup or the starting role. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, there's kudos for us being in the room. That's right. But at the same right. time, you have situations where people don't want you to be that guy. Right. You look at they don't believe right in. They don't, they don't believe. believe in you. You're gonna be able to make those decisions, make the right plays, lead the team. Right. They don't look at Antoine Randall. I'm sorry, I mean to cut across you, but look at him. They made him converted him over to a quarterback. I mean, to a receiver, right? Mm -hmm. You know. So you know, they and some of them having their reasons, some of them rightfully so. But at the same right. time. It still existed. It's still mm -hmm. there. It's still there. That's real talk. Real talk. But yeah. Um, so you led them to their first playoff victory. You're there down in there, 2014 Hall of Fame down in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, those things are, will always be there. Um, your time in New Orleans overall. <laughs> it was up and down. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife and I gave that city all we had, you know. Um, as far as uh, foundation, we supported uh, literacy. Um, Amen. We partnered up with the local libraries to get the kids right to get library cards and mm -hmm. um, had them to a place to read 10 books. Mm. Um, you know, we had a we had a tremendous thing going there. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, you know, people, in a sense, take things the wrong way. Okay. You know, to me, I've always been upfront, truthful, 
yeah. as well as faithful. You know what I mean? Right. And my loyalty still lies. I love the city. Don't get me wrong. But you always got some knuckleheads mm-hmm. that don't understand where you're coming from when mm-hmm. you speak. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, New Orleans, like many other cities in America, have their challenges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, maybe the times that I spoke about certain things didn't sit well with some people. Okay. So what? Okay. You know, that's... It's going to happen. It's the reality, right? And, um, but at the same time, you know, watching us play, it's like a movie ticket. Mm-hmm. You either buy the ticket, watch the show, <laughs> or you don't. Okay. Well, if you don't like the show, you walk out. That's it. And uh, I felt like I gave them, I gave the city, okay. the city everything that I had. Um, I think one of the challenges... Um, that many people don't realize or understand is that, you know, New Orleans is is the deep south. Mm. You know what I mean? So when I when you speak for me, when I speak about New yeah, Orleans, yeah. I love the culture, I love the food, I even love the people, I even love the the, the language. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You heard me. <laughs> you, heard? you know, I yeah, around man. and use there. You know, language, you know, the way they talk a lot. Because I just love everything. I love that about them. But also, it's still a deep south. There's a lot of service jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just, you know, it has obviously, like, again, crime, you mm-hmm. know, drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a wonderful, you know, so it's a wonderful city. Okay. And okay. I, I just thought that at the time, when I still think at, at certain times that the the political forces that be don't do enough for the city mm. and for the people of the city. Of the city, okay. Which frustrated me a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. See, Virginia, we don't go through that. I mean, we have our own challenges, but mm. we don't, Right. you know, you know, we went through a time of mass, massive resistance here in Virginia, mm. but that, that's it's heavy down there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's heavy. And, yeah. um, and I didn't even go into the Katrina and the response and all that kind. I didn't even go into all that. Yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, so but uh, yeah, but you know, I was, um, you know, I, I, I when I walk away, you know, I try to uh, let people understand that I enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and one of one of the knocks on me was like, "You laughing all the time? No, because I'm having fun, right?" right. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm getting paid to do the game I love. What? And, and why are you laughing again? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. this motherfucker just fucked up, and I just told him not to do, do it, that. and he did it anyway. And I mm-hmm. look at him, and he like shaking his shaking head. I'm his like, head. Come on, Come on, man. man. Right. What the hell, man? <laughs> That's funny <laughs> you have to, to me. Be kidding me, man. This <laughs> funny to me. That's funny, right? Just about just this about right. You know what I mean? Okay, they threw a wrinkle at it. This is what we need to do next time. Okay, it's like, well, we keep making these same mistakes. We're not going to get where we're at. Amen. Yeah. You know, let alone I still got to deal with my own right, <laughs> my own right. issues. You know, right? What I mean? Preach. Right. So Preach. people they ain't really. I Preach. don't think they saw that, but I enjoy the game. I enjoy being in New Orleans. You know what I mean? I I, I love it. You know, all the festivals, the essence. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You know, Canal Street, Bourbon Street, the food, Emeralds. It's just on and on. It's just just. You know, <laughs> cultivating it. Mm-hmm. it feels your soul. You know what I mean? Yep. It feels your soul. I I really did, man. But uh, yeah. So I know you're doing a lot in the community. Um, 
back in the Tidewater area. I was wondering, did it start down in New Orleans? Like, I know you were starting to get into the foundations down there, the Literacy Foundation. Um, is that where you started to get, you know, actively involved in the community and doing things to support right. support the town, support the city? No, it, it started it, in Green Bay because um, okay. as rookies, you, you know, you have like three appearances. Okay. So I was like, yo, I'm going to go to this. I'm gonna go to maybe I go to an extra one, mm -hmm. and then you know, speaking to kids and people yes. is not an issue for me. And okay. so, um, I started the foundation of Orleans because I wanted you know to really try to help the right. people out. I right. try to help the kids and children out. Um, you know, I had a I had a little brother down there that I had uh, built a strong bond with. I even brought him down to Virginia. All right. Took him to I think Kings Dominion. We had a great time. Yeah. You know, he was at this um this um um I don't wanna call it like a group home type thing yeah. situation yeah. with other yeah. kids and stuff. And um you used to throw dinners, parties and stuff like that. It was just um you know, I just you know, I felt like, you know, people wanted to see what I was about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do something that was meaningful. Um, to the community and um but that's where it started you know okay. that's where it started um my mom well my mom read a lot of books you know obviously uh, going to uva wife from uva so mm -hmm. it was just like you know you know what better way to get back than through education yes mm -hmm. um, yes you know, I tried the football camps and stuff. I ain't like that right. stuff, man. It's just spoiling a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the kids, the older kids, some of the older kids gonna get it, but then you got the little, the little rugrats, the little smaller <laughs> ones, right? You just having fun with them. <laughs> <laughs> you having fun with them, man. Right. Yeah, which is it, cool. Right. But right. I'm like, I'd rather person. put a book in your hand. <laughs> right. I'd rather, you know, right. Right. Tell you something about something else than. You know, you could do this at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of yeah. how, how it all started. That's how it started there. Yeah. And yeah, um, just being in the community. So, doing that in the community, um, I know you're doing some developments down in the Tidewater area and, you know, with the community. Can, can you talk a little bit about uh, that? Talk about um, just how you're. We talked about on the phone, you know, you, you're cutting down trees. Uh, building yeah. up things. That's how you put it. I'm cutting down trees. Yeah, that was I infrastructure. Yes. Well, I started, I got, I had an opportunity um, with, uh, with, uh, with a business partner of mine. He asked me to come in and be a part of uh, a sub, uh, well, not, it wasn't even subdivision, a development. Okay. Um, this older uh, family was selling their property and this property was about 17 acres. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, it was in Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. said, yeah, man, I'll get in there. I'll see what it's about. Mm -hmm. So I invested a little something in it. And then over time, I um, I basically took over the company. And um, and what we did is basically turn 17 acres into a 26-lot subdivision mm. in Williamsburg. It's called oh, Burlington cool. Woods. It's oh, off okay. of Long Hill Road. Yeah, I know yeah. what that is. And, um, yeah, and so okay. we had to... Put the knock all the trees down. Put the infrastructure in, curve, got a sewer. Mm -hmm. You know, just put the entire system in. And wow. um, you know, going through the process of hiring engineers mm -hmm. and contractors and and uh, and so yeah, we was able to do that. Um what is this back in 06, right before I got out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Right before 06 and uh, right at 06. And um, it took us a couple of years to get it done, uh, probably a year or two to get it done. And um, we we basically partnered with uh, Brian Holmes. And okay. We, and we had them um, basically sell and buy the lots that we, oh, okay. that we, um, that we did. And um, they was able to sell all the lots out. And we we you know they bought them bought the lots from us, and uh, and so from oh, there, I just went home like um, <laughs> Luca News EDA yo right trying to do something you know what you got you got anything on the table out there, and so we responded to a um, RFQ re- request for co- qualification and um and a. Assemble a team together real quickly. Okay. And uh, we came in with the right picture and was awarded the awarded the deal and so awarded the the project and so we uh, we uh, <clears throat> end up I end up partnering with Amada Hoffler. Okay. For some stronger backing, you know. So now it's time to get, you know. You're talking about like over 100,000 square foot of uh, right. commercial real estate. Wow. So now it's time to, for me to get somebody who know what the hell he's doing. Doing, right. You know, who, <laughs> who got deeper pockets. <laughs> right, so right. No shame in my game. And so I partnered with them, and we were in, and obviously between the city, um, my company, which is Tidewater Partners Property and Development, and I'm Otto Hoffler. We came together, mm-hmm. put the plan together, and, um, and what's out there now, you got a police precinct. Um, a grocery store anchor with some retail shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grocery store is Piggy Wiggly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a family doll out there. All right. Uh, we have um, huge four-story building. Um, been leased by Hunters and Ingles. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, uh, there's some new construction going out there now. Um, so yeah, we was we we we're well on our way of trying to you know to complete the, you know that development out there. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been Make fun. Money work. Yeah. You, you know, about you, two exits from you. I know exactly where that is. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, you learn a lot. You know, you learn a lot. Um, so it's a big boy game. <laughs> it's a For big sure. boy game. Well, you gotta For tell sure. me. I don't know sure. about too much about yeah. that, but I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's um so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not in any rush. All right. Um, More birthdays to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. More yeah, birthdays. I'm not chasing no right. deals or anything like that. Pretty happy. Okay. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so from Ferguson to UVA to New Orleans to now you're in the Richmond area. Got a couple developments down in. Uh, Williamsburg, I think you got some, like you said, talking about down in Tidewater. Mm-hmm. So actually, one in Newport News is uh, on starts on 28th Street. I grew up on 16th for you okay. listeners oh, and look viewers. At that. So I'm like right at the crib. Right at the. Y'all crib. heard that? Right at home, you know. Wow. <laughs> Y'all heard that? Seven five. Yes. Right on Jefferson Avenue. You can't miss. It's called Brooks Crossing. Brooks Crossing. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. All right now. Hmm. Mm. I'm gonna get me a sip too. Go ahead, Larry. Seven five. Y'all heard that right? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know we got a lot of seven five seven guys that you know 
dislike or like the show. So I got to throw that shout out. I don't always mess with them. That's why you keep hearing me say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been a debate, 804-757. He got the 434 over there today representing. I, it's just the whole state. Well, man. people don't realize back in the day, 757 used to be 804. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. 757 used to be 804. <laughs> But you know, we're well, you a know, whole different conversation. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole different conversation. It's about to change again, I believe. What yeah, I, yeah, I heard that, yeah. but you know, don't seven speak that too loud. Seven is gonna stick forever. Yeah, now. it should though. I like the ring to it though. Yeah, I love that seven five. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, we're gonna talk about just. I, I guess we're gonna wrap this up here and just talk about how. You from from the young man who, you know, was playing all the sports there to where you are now. Who would you say Aaron Brooks is today? And what, and what to wrap this up? All of all of those experiences, all of those tribulations, all of those trials, all of those up and down, up to twenty twenty two. Who's who's Aaron Brooks today? A dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Dad. A dad. Husband. A husband. Um. Uh, you know, real estate developer. All right. Uh, All right now. Still humble, humble, you know, individual. You um, are, laid back, you know, it's just a moderate dude. Uh, yeah. Still um, like to compete. In what? <laughs> right now is a little golf. Okay, I, okay. Golf. All right. I tried, look, you, you can laugh at me. <laughs> I joined a 35 and up league up this week. <laughs> oh, wow. I played like two games, got hurt real quick. I was like, oh, Lord. Hey, you know, golf? Nah, this is basketball. 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 Oh. 35 and up league basketball. Oh, I was like, man, oh, leave that alone, man. I can't man. do it. Yeah, that's I ain't man. played tripping. down in 10 years. You, you tripping. Uh, but nah, um, just, you know, um, you know, I'm still a competitor. Yeah. Um, no, I'm still me, you know, I'm just real chill, still real laid back, you know, family man, you know, I'm, you know. I'm How many kids? Three kids. Three kids. Yeah, All I got right. twin boys, so they <laughs> they balling right now. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's fun. That's fun helping them, you know, go through their little journey. Um, but um, just, um, I don't know. How was the oldest? My daughter is uh, 15. 15, and the twins? 15. My daughter's 15, and the twins are 13. A 13, yeah. Yeah. We so. had that in common. I had twins, too. We'll have to talk about that, too. Yeah, we got, I'm up. telling you, yeah. <laughs> 20 now. Wow. 20. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, so I guess. I, go I ahead. still go get ahead. down. I still go back around the way a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, kick. I don't do too much hanging. Man, it's crazy out in this world. So. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No you know, more. That's a whole myself. different subject too, man. Sleep by ten. <laughs> hanging around I'm, old heads. I'm hanging around old heads. Right. They, they keep it live, though, man. Yeah. yeah, they keep it live. Yeah. So. <laughs> so look, I I just want to say we we appreciate you coming on. Um, hearing this story is a just it's it's just a a reminder of just resilience, um, belief attitude, trust, faith, um, all those things impacting who you are so that now you can bring other folks up with you. Um, you had your success, you, but the, the, the journey is, is so powerful. Um, all of it, 
all of it. I mean, all of it was just so powerful to hear you go from step to step to step to step. And now you're your dad. <laughs> all of it, all of it leads up to I'm a daddy. And, and now I'm going to instill that to my kids. And and now they're going to know what it looks like to, to work hard and, and just believe no matter what. Um, it's been an honor having you here on yes. set. Um, appreciate like that. I said, I, we're so appreciative of you coming in. I, uh, I didn't know all the nuances. I just knew a little bit on the outside. So getting to hear your story mm -hmm. has definitely inspired me um, to hear everything that, that, that you've, res I would say, persevered through. Um, and just all the stuff you and your wife are doing now for the community. Uh, we, we, we appreciate it. Um, yeah. That's for sure. It's, it's definitely been a grind. I ain't going to lie. It's, it's been a grind. But I finally got to a point where I can really enjoy it. Yes. And see the fruits of the labor, you know. Mm -hmm. what I mean? Amen. And um, yeah, and nobody can take that away. No. See, the grind no. is kind of fun for me, especially when you're passionate about whatever it is that you're trying to do. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a grind, but it's also fun when you're going through that process. So. Definitely. I definitely thank you all for allowing me to have this platform to to talk about um, my career. Yes. Uh, myself a little bit. Um, yes. You know, it's like I said, I keep to myself. You know, I'm, I'm still cool, really humble, but I ain't, I ain't <laughs> out there beating my chest trying no. to tell somebody what I did. Mm -mm. You know, so <laughs> I, never I, I appreciate y'all for allowing me to do this. No, we appreciate you, you coming on, man. It's been fun. Taking <laughs> yes. your time out your schedule to, to do this, man. Yes, we really mean that. Like, this is, this is great. It's been a treat having you here. And uh, like I said, it's it's inspiring. I think it's going to inspire some folks, and I appreciate that you were able to let us to get, dig in there, and you were open and real with us. And, yeah. and you don't know no other way. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you don't know I no really other way. Don't. I really don't. <laughs> so. I just got more work to do, so when I come back, the next time I got more to tell. Did you hear that? He's coming back. There's going to be a part two. We're holding you okay, to that. we're holding you to that. Um, I don't know. You, we always happy to have you come back in and hear some of them stories with some of the other gentlemen. If you could bring them back on too, you can do that. Or, or you, hey. We're, we're open. Always open here. Yeah, yes. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I could definitely. All right. Well, we appreciate you, Larry. Anything else you got? Oh, we wrap it up. Oh, wrap it up. Wrap it up, man. Wrap it up. So thank you again, Aaron. And uh, we out. <laughs>